Welcome to Atomic Geekdom. That old Just Two Pals podcast. Ringside Geeks. It's the only comedy podcast on the internet. It's the Coffee Jelly Hour. Two Broke Geeks. The Atomic Geekdom Network. It starts as an interest, then you're a fan, now you're a geek. Atomic Geekdom. Geek the day. Hey guys, this Christmas season, Christmas, listen to me, maybe you don't even celebrate Christmas, maybe you celebrate Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, maybe you even celebrate New Year's, I'm not judging, however you get gifts from your family, you can't be guaranteed to get that great geeky gift you're looking for, maybe you're gonna get underwear from mom and dad, yeah, because maybe you didn't describe what you wanted properly, or maybe your family didn't know where to get it. Either way, the only way to guarantee you're going to get a gift you love is to get it for yourself. And you know where you can do that? AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. That will get you a free 30-day trial of Audible's awesome services. What kind of services? Audiobooks. They've got thousands and thousands of them. I personally recommend The Autobiography of Santa Claus or How Mrs. Claus Saved Christmas by Jeff Gwynn for keeping in the spirit of the season. But if neither one of those sounds like your bag, like I said, they've got thousands. You're guaranteed to find something you love. Plus, by going to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom, you help out the Atomic Geekdom website, which helps us at Two Broke Geeks Out because we're on the Atomic Geekdom website. So that can be your Christmas gift to us, is helping us stay on air air like there's air anymore we all know it's internet so that again is audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom to get a free 30-day trial of audible which includes a free download of an audiobook and what a great gift for yourself go there now merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa and happy new year Hi, this is Billy West. Or oh, Stimson J. Cat. Or oh, Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Right, that's your Hakuman bit. Oh, Ben Cinder Claus. Merry Christmas! Dinner was full! This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, you almost forgot. Smile, Sammy! And I had a crazy idea about this podcast. I was thinking about this today okay. for this episode. Let's not say anything negative at all. It will blow people's minds. We'll just 
say positive stuff. We'll just talk about things we like for this episode. Uh, we won't say I things like, we hate. I like boobs. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Boobs are good. Yeah. All right. So let's start and we'll just make sure that we say only good things and everyone will be like, wait a minute. I thought you guys hated stuff. And we'll be like, fuck you. We like it's kinda, stuff It's kind of so funny is- though, like, because I know we taught, we praised a lot of things lately, I, but they always seem to, I mean, besides the Justice League, but lately I thought we were doing pretty good. Me too, me too. So I'll just go ahead and just go be like, uh, hey, this is Two Broke Geeks where we like stuff. There's things. I'm, I'm Justin. <laughs> All right, buddy. So the first thing we got to talk about, because you finally finished it, and I've been dying to talk to you about this, is Punisher. My God, it's so good. Oh, it's so fucking good, right? I <laughs> like... like it's one of those things where, like, it totally blew my expectations. Yes. Be- right out of the water. Right out of the water. Because, like, like, yeah, I, we talked about before, like, I, I'm a fan of the Punisher. But I know mm-hmm. that especially uh, a lot in the comics, he's kind of considered, like, mm-hmm. a very two-dimensional, like, one note. Yeah, he doesn't – yeah, he doesn't have, like, a lot going – especially – yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, he, he's definitely like, I'm just going to go out there and kill bad guys. Yeah. And he doesn't have much of a personality. <laughs> so watching this and seeing like how much more in depth it got, especially involving mm-hmm. around like his time oh, like in war and his yeah. relationships. Just, oh my God, so good. Yeah, and actually for most of the show... Frank isn't really the Punisher. I saw some people like whining. Like I saw one post the other day that was like, when does he actually start punishing people? And I'm like, motherfucker, just sit back and make it to the end of the show. Number one, number two, like, I'm so glad it wasn't hyper violent all the way through. That's what everyone was Uh, hoping for. I was reading stuff as I was like going through of people being like, where's the violence? Where's the guns? I'm like, it would be, I, I feel like if they did that every episode, it would have been very boring and I, it would have lost me just because it's like, I don't, it's like, okay, so they're being violent like every episode. Right. And all the best parts of this show had nothing to do with shooting guns or anything. I know. Oh. Like everything. Like for a while I was like, uh, the subplot with, uh, the, the shit, what is that kid's name? I can't remember. Uh, what? Anyway, the subplot with the soldier that uh, is, like, lost now that he's back in the United States. The kid that becomes the terrorist. Oh, oh hang on. I have, I have the page up. I'm just trying to remember. He played Lee Harvey Oswald in uh, 11-22-63 on Hulu, and he was really good in that, that actor. Um. Anyway, his whole subplot, for quite a while, I was like, wait a minute. Is this going anywhere? Like... But then as soon as I thought that, I'm like, I don't care. It's still a really good subplot about soldiers suffering coming home from Louis, war. Louis Walcott. Milita- Louis Walcott, yes, yeah. him. It's so good. Yeah, like, like his whole the whole PTSD shit. So good. Oh, oh, this, this, oh. I know. But then when it finally went somewhere, like when he became like a terrorist and everything, I was like, geez, like for a while I was like, what is the point of this? I don't really care what the point is. I like it, but does it have a point? And then 
it did have a point. He became a terrorist, and I'm like, oh, just everything about it. Oh, Let me tell you what. Every everything about this, like character, like much as we praise majority of Daredevil and mm-hmm. the first half of Cage, and then yeah. nothing much involving Iron Fist. Like mm-hmm. this was one of those things where like the thirteen. Uh, they did not waste that 13-episode no. format. No, not a single one of these episodes I thought was... Like, this was the first Marvel series on Netflix where I was like, oh, I loved every... Like, I didn't feel like any of those episodes were filler. No, it felt like everything had a point that was like... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I really enjoyed... Uh, I, I mean, there's not a lot of people in the show I didn't like. Honestly, um, mm, I, you're right. I, I didn't really. I loved. Oh, yeah, you're I right. loved Madani, like Agent Madani. Mm-hmm. She was like. She was good. She was great. Uh, um, micro. Micro was good. Oh, <laughs> micro was really good. Uh, I uh, I loved his inter- I loved his and Frank's interplay. Oh yeah, together. it was so good. Like, them kind of growing together from Frank not trusting him to like him and Frank being like friends and micro trusting Frank to take care of his wife and kids and to the point where like who were also good yeah. the oh, wife man. and kids and also to the point where like uh like when after pun- after Frank gets like tortured and micro comes to his aid mm-hmm. and he's like he's like thinks yep. he's dying he's like come on call me an asshole call me a stupid asshole yep. i'm like this is so, so good i will say one and this is not necessarily a negative thing but towards the end of the series my suspension of disbelief was having a really hard time hanging on because boy did they for a guy with no superpowers boy oh boy oh boy did they put frank through a lot of shit yeah so towards the end i was just like how is he not dead? Oh, okay, it's a comic book show. I'll get over it. But boy, he should be because he got beat the shit. Not once, not twice. He got like shot and beat the shit out of him. I was like, I can't believe he's not oh, dead. But uh, actually, one of my favorite characters besides all of them. I mean, mm-hmm. Frank ha- like John Bernthal is Frank Castle is amazing. But I really that last oh. wait one thing about Frank before we move on to the rest of the cat. John Bernthal. In that very last episode, episode 13, in the very last scene when Frank finally decides to go to group therapy to try and get some help with uh, coming back, you know, dealing with his stuff. And it gets to the end where he's like, I'm Frank, you know, he says, whatever, I'm Pete or, you know, whatever his name he's going by. And he says, you know, uh, I guess I'm here because... I finally don't have a war to fight, and for the first time ever, I'm scared. And then it just yeah. ends, and I'm like, "Mother, give that man some kind of Emmy, yeah, or some kind of award. He's, He's so good." Oh my God, like, bravo! Uh, but yeah, um, Billy Russo. Mm, I was a huge yep. fan of. I I was like, that's that guy from Westworld. I can't think of his real name. Ben but, Barnes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. God, he's good. Like I was, he was, I was really so good. Enthr- he was really and good. And spoilers, obviously, but that last fight scene, uh, with with uh Frank. Jesus, oh my Christ, God. that was brutal. Especially Dude. just at the end, where he's like, "No, I'm not gonna kill you." 
he smashes his face into and the mirror and just starts dragging his face over the pieces. Ugh. Dude, let me, I was thinking about that today. It's like, I don't have, like, obviously you li- anyone who listens to our show knows we watch horror movies. So I, I've seen a lot of depictions of some weird fucked up you know, shit. fictional de- some weird fucked up fictional depictions of violence and i realized i was thinking about it today i was like i think the re- like there was some stuff in punisher that made me go oh oh yeah <laughs> and i was thinking about it and i was like i think part of it is um that in horror movies like i'm more okay with some of the weird fu- because horror movies i'm never like completely sucked in and i don't care so much and like the worlds of the horror movies aren't that believable and this show was so like i got so sucked in and everything about it was so believable that even the violence made me go oh that's really believable and because like as much as i don't care about watching fantasy depictions of violence like i don't watch like you know once in a while those videos will pop up online watch this guy get beheaded or um, Those just show up oh, online this... for you. Well, you, I read art. They don't show up online, but I, I've seen articles I was about, about to like question oh, I... everything about our friendship for a minute. Like, uh, is there something you want to tell me? No, no, no. Like, but uh, not like uh, a couple years ago. There was like a an article that was like ISIS releases oh, beheading video oh, online. Yeah. You know, I saw the article, but not the video. You know, because I was reading the news and and I was like, no, I'm not gonna watch a real person get beheaded. Like, why would anybody watch that? But I could watch a beheading in a movie, and that's di- so. Well, that's because anyway, the point the, is, it, like, yeah, it totally is. Like in the the point is, like there was stuff in the Punisher that made me go, motherfucker, I'm really uncomfortable right now. Like when he. Like we talked about it last episode in that first episode when he was just beating those dudes with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Oh. I was like, that's un- when he gouges Agent Orange's eyes Jesus out with his Christ. thumbs. I was so uncomfortable. And when Agent Orange was te- uh, torturing Frank, just like beating him with those uh, gloves with the like the metal on the knuckles, I was like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. This is very well, and, brutal yeah, and uncomfortable. Because of how right surreal now. and like how on the like how how real it could be that's what made it more mm-hmm. uncomfortable like like you said like yeah. in the realm where you and i watch all these horror movies like yeah hellraiser mm-hmm. has a shit ton of gore and i don't flinch mm-hmm. for that stuff it's just like oh he's yeah. getting his flesh ripped off it's because they make it so surreal and so kind of mm-hmm. weird that you just mm-hmm. don't put it together that could act that not to that extreme but like that's something that could right. actually happen to your body, whereas yeah, this you're just like, it's so close to being just a straight up like is this this is all could happen in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's just you're just like yeah, fuck. Exactly. That's the other thing. Like watching this show, I was like, boy, do I not connect this show to the rest of the MCU like at all? Yeah. <laughs> like, this does not seem like this barely seems like the world that has Daredevil in it, let alone a world that has uh, Luke Cage and, and Iron Captain Fist. America yeah. and Iron Man. And just because it feels so just like a real place and like a real world. And like, I honestly feel that, like that even though they don't even reference the MCU, they just 
there's they straight up forget they about it. Yeah. Like uh like I don't know. I feel like it would be one of those things like yeah, he was introduced in Daredevil, and yeah, if Daredevil showed up in Punisher, I'd be okay with it because I would expect mm-hmm. more as Matt Murdock. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but Matt is quote unquote dead right now. Uh, so. Yeah, whatever. But I, you know what I mean. But like, if that like, yeah, yeah. whereas like if Luke Cage and Iron Fist showed up, I'd be like, um, yeah, they would feel real out of place. They really would. Of course, like, I those... did have a funny thing. I did have a funny talk with someone. Because we were saying how Punisher like pretty much blows all of them out of the water, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, "How funny and kind of fucked up would it be if just in a moment, like if they all cross paths or something, like Iron Fist is like standing there talking about how he's the immortal Iron Fist or whatever to someone else, like, and then in like mid sentence, like Punisher just shoots him in the head. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just. And I honestly, even though I've already watched the whole thing through once, uh, I think I'm going to watch it again. Uh, Leanne didn't watch it with me. And even though we're watching two other shows right now, I feel like I want to watch it again. And I think she would enjoy it with me because we watch a lot of those like drama and everything type show. And I'm like, I think I'm going to watch it again. I think I'm going to make her watch this with me. Plus, you get to see watch it again. It's so good. Plus, you get to watch Deborah and Wolf all over again. (sighs) Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And the other thing is um, about this one was uh, I really did like that micro guy. But his wife's way too hot for him. Well, that's real life. I mean, look at like, that's true. Look at all these people, like all these kind of people that you see, like women with like uh, with like people they're dating, and you're just like, really? That's true. That's so true. it's pretty true. I liked, the, I liked when he got all drunk and he says to Frank, "Do you miss sex? I really miss sex. I'm hung like a moose. I'm hung like a moose." that was so and then when he finally when it finally paid off and he finally got to have sex with his wife again and he lasted like two seconds (laughs) makes sense oh that made me laugh the Uh, yeah it it made total the realest tv show in marvel the realest tv show in marvel except nobody took all their clothes off to do it yeah well no they sort of did uh Medina and Madani and Russo at one point. Oh, that's true. That's true. Which I was oh, like, that's damn. Because the first damn. time they had sex, she had the tape because she was, she was um, all busted yeah, up from so her she car had the tape accident around her chest for her rib. Yeah, for her ribs. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and the other part, I uh, man, just. I could just keep going. I was really like, I saw some people go, ah, you know, it's, it's really, really good, but I think it has a, just a couple problems. I'm like, man, I don't think this show, I'm the guy that normally does find some problems with stuff, even if I like it. And I'm like trying to think of something about this. I was hooked. Like I didn't find anything about this. I didn't like, <laughs> yeah, I was so on board. Um, like I was like from the get go with this season, like I was very hesitant. I was like, okay, like he had a great showing when he showed up in Daredevil, but how's he gonna mm-hmm. do uh, like on his own? And then just right out of the gate, I was just like, God damn this show! 
And I like, here's the other thing I really liked. Uh, okay, because part of the problem with the Punisher for me in the comics is that he just kind of doesn't stop. Like, he's just always the Punisher. In this one, Frank, like, at the very beginning of the show, was he basically wasn't the Punisher for most of the show. Like, he killed the, he thought he killed the last of the guys that had anything to do with his family getting killed. And then he burned the Punisher vest and went into hiding. Yeah. And then he found out that there were more people involved. So he kind of got back to doing the Punisher thing. And then at the end of the show, he's not the Punisher again. Like, he's like, all right, my family is, um, like, avenged. Like, I kill- I finally did kill the last of the guys or punish the last of the guys. And now I'm not going to be the Punisher. Because just the idea that he would just keep going out there, I think that's part of the thing is, like, he's got that weird thing where he's like, all right, now I'm just going to kill all criminals. And at that point, it becomes, that's kind of where it crosses into weirdness for me. So, even at the end of this season, I'm like, if they, and I want them to make another season, but at the end of this season, it was so, it was closed out so well. I was like, if they never make another season of this show, it's still perfect. It's like a complete arc. They didn't end it in a way where I'm like, what's next? They ended it in a way where I was like, that worked great. <laughs> oh my God. The, like, I'm kind of excited with if they decide to, if when they do, when they, I think they already announced there's going to be a second season. Oh, there will be. Yeah. I'm just saying if there hadn't been, like, this one actually closed out in a way that was complete. Oh, yeah. So I'm just excited to decide to go to the route of Jigsaw trying to get back. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, right. just, God, and Next damn. season's going to have to have Bullseye, too, right? Because that's the other... No, not no, Bullseye. That's Daredevil. Yeah. Um, Punish- well, like, Punisher, Punisher doesn't have- really have any. Punisher does have a lot of crossover villains. Um... Okay. Like I, was I would say, say does Punisher even really have his own villains? He does, but they're all like crime lords, drug lords. Mm-hmm. Um as far as I know. That's fine. There doesn't need to be supers. Uh, like Billy Russo just being you know, Jigsaw is fine. Like But wouldn't I, I would want the next season if I'm actually looking up Punisher villains right now because I'm curious. Um mm-hmm. I think micro. I think I was reading something about micro not that long. I think micro eventually becomes a villain too, which I wouldn't want to see in the show. I do like him too much to see him cross over and become a vi- like that would suck. Yeah. Okay. So on his wiki, on the Marvel wiki, he doesn't really have his own villains. They're all crossovers. Bullseye. Yeah. Um, uh, Tombstone. Members of the Serpent Society. Bushwhacker. Um, but. Mm-hmm. I would want season two to be like, be sprung out of uh, having uh, Jigsaw get sprung out and meet up with Vincent D'Onofrio. And Mm -hmm. those two go to town. I did read not that long ago that Vincent D'Onofrio is confirmed as being the villain of Daredevil season three. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, and I, yeah, I feel like that would be the. I feel like Bullseye's got to be in there he somewhere because that's the other really big Daredevil villain. But 
Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin. I love him too much to let him go. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, it's I don't. Oh God, just the more I think of it, the more I just like there need there needs to. I I really want them to just keep doing shows like this for Netflix mm-hmm. and to never yeah. cross over with the main Marvel universe. No, I, crossing these shows over with the main Marvel. Yeah, that would be a really bad idea i feel like if because except maybe iron fist i feel like none of them they just don't fit that way you know what i mean they don't um i i mean because obviously they're gonna do probably if they do a crossover it would more than likely be daredevil and spider-man which i don't want to see yeah, I, I, don't, I I don't mind Tom Holland as Spider Man, but then to try and throw in the whole the the whole added I don't think thing. It, I don't think that will happen. I think uh, yeah, I think they'll stay pretty separate. Yeah, which is fine by me. Like I said, I prefer them to be their own things. Very much. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, overall, so amazing Punisher. show. Mm-hmm. Go see it if you haven't watched it yet. Sit, sit your ass down, watch it. We endorse it. It's true. It's super good. Now, Marvel, super give us good. that money. Yeah, that endorsement give us money. That money. What's that? Give us that endorsement money. money. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Um, mm. I am about to be a tiny bit pessimistic, though. Moving on. Oh, all right. There, Fine. there. We has to be. <laughs> there has to be a. Uh, there, I mean, there has to be some sort of. I I did watch the Runaways. Mm-hmm. The Hulu show from Marvel. Yep. Yep. And it's. I've only watched like there was like an hour long or like a. It was like I watched the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm. Not totally impressed by it mm-hmm. i don't know i haven't watched any of it yet so i can't say it's... i di- mostly because i didn't have much interest in it so honestly this doesn't pique my interest because i don't i maybe it's because i don't know any of the kids like the kids are all like i'm not the runaways is uh are not exactly a strong suit in my yeah. repertoire of Marvel knowledge, because I've never cared yeah. enough about the Runaways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has—it's just so bizarre that, like, it just feels too CW-ish. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't watched any of that CW stuff. But it's basically lately, just a bunch so. of kids that. One of them has superpowers so far with uh, mm-hmm. uh like that they find that that no one knows about yet, but their parents are all part of like a secret cult of some mm-hmm. sort, and they're like we, yeah. they don't want their kids. And the whole thing starts off with like one of their the kid's friend died, I guess, and so it mm-hmm. taught it caused everyone all the other kids to split off and do their own thing and not and hate each other 
after okay. that one kid died. So like this one one of the kids, um, what's his name? Uh, uh where'd it go? He's uh, like his name's Alex. Uh, he's like a nerd type, geeky. Uh, tries to get everyone back together, and then they find out that uh, their parents are holding this weird secret cult thing, putting like runaway runaways, haha, uh, into like some weird capsule. Yeah, I don't know. It's odd. I'm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. I might give it another episode. Uh, but yeah. I, it's it's just such a bizarre idea, and I know. It, well, it's like how uh, well, it's like how a lot of people really liked. Um, uh, oh God, it's slipping my mind. Um, the one about uh, Legion, Legion. It's a lot of people liked Legion, and it just didn't click with me. I'm like, this is just too whatever it was and so i was like okay it's like everything about it was fine it's well made it's well acted yeah it's got an interesting concept it just didn't click with me and maybe it's just because i uh, maybe i didn't pay en- maybe i could give it another try sometime maybe i wasn't paying enough attention uh you know maybe that's something is like i didn't give it enough attention so like when i was confused it could have been my fault versus because it was a really complex show so i you know that kind of stuff so you know stuff happens like that sometimes it's not like it was a bad one yeah uh yeah but actually that leads in uh that leads into my next thing Mm -hmm. uh uh, sorry, I'm like typing out things that I'll talk about later. Um, uh, the, the, they announced that after Avengers four, they mm. are gonna be twenty up to twenty films that they have have plans for. Yeah, and I'm like, ha! Ah, I I love. Don't get me wrong. I love that we're thriving in a world of of comic book characters that are not just mm-hmm. Superman and Batman. Like, yeah. like I'm really glad, and I know this is not including, uh, as well as DC, obviously, because they'll be still putting out films. Um, but it's good. I just feel like it's just gonna go. I, I want to enjoy them, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's gonna get to the point of what. Like I, I even heard it at work the other day from someone because they were talking about superhero movies, and they're like, "Yeah, look at all these. This is so. This comes out this month," and they're like. Oh, another one and i'm like that's a pretty solid answer for what's been happening lately yeah i mean uh yeah there will come a point and i still don't think it's within at least the next few years i do think there will come a point where most people will get tired of watching superhero movies uh, but it's going to depend a lot on is as long as they stay good, which, you know, most of them are, uh, there aren't very many bad ones. Most of them are still pretty good. As long as they stay pretty good, uh, people will go see them, especially since people don't really go see anything else. <laughs> the people don't go to like a lot of the dramas that come out and comedies usually make money, but like, 
only because they're small budgeted, not because a lot of people go see them necessarily and stuff like that. So um, I do think eventually the bubble will burst. I still think it's probably a lot of years from now. Yeah. Oh, no, I totally agree. Like, I'll keep going. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll keep going till till the cows come home or until, like, all of a sudden, like, it, like, it just becomes too much. It, it's it's sad though because I there's some really good movies that are cut that are coming out within the next like month or so that are not your typical uh, like superhero films, mm-hmm. which uh, right like uh, when when I went and saw Blade of the Immortal, which technically I guess is based on a manga, mm-hmm. um, or next next week there's a movie a Guillermo del Toro film that comes out. Uh, shape of water that kind of looks that looks interesting like there's so much other stuff that's not just superhero movies but again i love superhero movies and there's a lot of star wars and more (laughs) and so much more star wars so much more star wars there was a there's there's like two posters right outside my apartment that look exactly the same except they just like cut and paste like kylo or ray's head over it and then their Mm -hmm. their respective lightsaber yeah i was like that's kind of lazy yeah yeah but oh that reminds me this friday when i get paid i probably should buy a star wars ticket otherwise i'm gonna be so shit yeah i gotta do the same thing (laughs) yeah because i'm like oh i better otherwise i'm not gonna be able to see it opening night probably still barely stand a chance yeah but that's the good thing about at least but well you know i'll i'll take care of that this friday because man that is coming right up <laughs> oh my god yeah Ooh, boy whew. but i'm looking forward to it i've i've avoided all kinds of stuff about it and i'm like yes bring it on i've i've heard things mm-hmm. i have heard them and i was at and i was just like nope nope uh-uh no yep. Exactly. Nope. Don't want to much. Know. Nope. Much like well, it, this episode will be out by then, but they're gonna release the teaser trailer, a teaser trailer for Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And yep, tomorrow. Yep, right? tomorrow. Yeah. So next podcast, or even that might be something I might actually write for Atomic Geekdom since I'll have the day off tomorrow. Yeah. Who knows? But that's happening, which. Finally, because I've yet to still see the action anything. Nope, me too. But I'm although except for those uh, Vanity Fair put out some photos. Oh yeah, I don't care about that photo shoot. Yeah, I mean they were just photos. They weren't. Most of them are just the same poses from the films. Yeah, they weren't anything like revealing. Yeah, they were just kind of cut uh, and paste. Yeah, I was just like, eh, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Except um, Thor's costume has that big collar on it. Did you know? Oh yeah. I was like, "What's that about?" I'm, that's inter- That's an interesting detail. That's an but... Odd choice. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so I didn't do anything else geeky this week. But you told me you had something that you're going to tonight. Yes, that and that's to- that's why I was kind of stuttering a little bit. Was I was just getting. Uh, I was just getting confirmation about it. So oh, okay. tonight, I'm going to be in a room full of people by myself mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. Writers Guild of America uh, West. Oh, that's cool. 
because they're doing a uh, they're giving an award to the late uh, Len Wein. Oh, to yeah, Wolverine yeah. Okay. Swamp, creator of Wolverine and yeah, Swamp yeah. Thing. They're giving him giving him an award that his wife is going to accept. Um, and I, my roommate had it was like, "You want to go?" And I was like, "I'll go." Uh, That's cool. Yeah, so I'm doing that tonight. Which I don't know if they won't allow me to take pictures or anything. Yeah, um, yeah, but there's gonna be from from what I've read, there's gonna be a bunch of like DC and Marvel like creative artists gonna be there. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. I think Hugh Jackman is either gonna be there or do a um do a send a video about it. Yep. Uh, I'm jealous. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, last year they did. I know last year my roommate went and they did uh Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to see if I can find like like anything else, but yeah. Um, I, awesome. I have to keep this thing on. I have to. I have to keep this website because I, now that I see that there's actually a thing for press requests. I can actually do more. But yeah, that, oh, I don't cool. think they'll allow me to take videos yeah, or photos yeah, of not. it. But yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, either just stand in the corner and watch everything, or actually make an effort to uh, talk to people. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think you should do yeah, that. Yeah, I think Jeff Johns is gonna be there. Cool. Um, Very yeah, good. there's a whole there's a whole shit ton of people. So be jealous, everybody. I'm making waves, I'm pretty, sort of. I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah, my my roommate just sent me a message being like, yeah, go here at this time. It starts at six. And mm-hmm. get finger foods and just talk. And I'm like, <gasps> so now part of me is like, oh god, now I have to find something nice to wear, which mm-hmm. I, I have something that will probably work. Uh, yeah. But yeah. But other than that, um, I still need to finish the fractured butthole. Yeah. I'm, Are you still at the part with uh, Kyle too? Yeah. Kyle too. Mike. Ah, it's so annoying. Is he a pain in the ass. <laughs> You have to freaking keep changing it from night to day. He's uh-huh. he's beaten my ass three times already. Yeah, that was a pretty tough part. And uh, also the the other one, of course, was uh, Shub Niggeroth was pretty hard because it took forever because you just had to keep trying to maneuver those guys into the correct and, spot. And I'm like, God, I've been playing this forever. How come? Yeah. I- <laughs> I uh, felt really accomplished when I beat that level. Yeah, that one, that one I did on the first try. But, yeah, it took a lot because you had a lot of just maneuvering. Mm-hmm. But this is just annoying. Like, the first time mm-hmm. he the first time he didn't even beat me, uh, as he was moving, I, I had Tubbleware in my party. And he was, like, over oh, yeah. Tubbleware, and he got stuck in my in the game wouldn't let him move uh, that happened to me one it wasn't tupperware it was something else but i did have one point where i i had a freeze up in the game yeah i can't remember what it was but man tupperware is like the war tupperware and human uh, well human kite has one useful power tupperware really doesn't yeah i'm trying to figure out who the best to have in this fight i'll tell you what my final combination was and i think it was 
I had. Uh, I don't know if it was during that battle. Because Mysterion's worthless in this in this one. Yeah. Have you used? Oh, have you used Mysterion's dead? Ultimate. Oh power yeah, totally. Dead, Where he just when goes, he goes to, to heaven. heaven and there's all the topless women. Yeah, I love it. Oh god, that's funny. Uh, I had. Uh, I ended up with. I think. Um, of course, myself, the coon, call girl, and call girl is a really useful one. Yeah, I liked having call girl, and I like <laughs> I like being able to call classy. Oh my god, I already used two. I think I have one left. Classy and Kyle's dad, or uh, yeah, you're right. And, yeah, um, yeah. Oh man. And uh, oh, and uh, you can uh, it's uh, you can Moses. I have when to you need to get healed. Yeah, I have to find more macaroni so I can use yeah, that. Yeah, so you can get the ma- make the macaroni. Yeah. Pictures. Wait, did you ever did you ever use uh the Jimbo? Oh yeah, Ned and Jimbo. Jimbo. It's yeah, coming yeah. right for us. It's coming right for us. <laughs> yeah. So so you've already been through Mephisto's lab. Yeah, I'm at the tail end of Mephisto's lab. Yeah. I know. Liked, uh, I know that there's. There's the woodland critters. Oh, you already know you have to fight the woodland. I already know I have to oh, fight them. I, was, I wasn't gonna spoil it for you, but yeah, you have to fight the woodland. Which critters. I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, and you get, yeah, it's you and Santa fight the woodland. Yeah, critters. yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. I love. Dude. I did the side game where you had to help uh, the gay fish get his mom to heaven. Mm-hmm. And every time you die, it gives you like a ridiculous amount of hearts, so you there's no yeah. way you can't lose. Exactly, that made me laugh so hard. Yeah, that was a great side mission helping the gay fish get to yeah. heaven. <laughs> uh, I I only have like two side missions I haven't finished. I haven't found all of Big Gay Al's cats. Yeah, I'm missing one, and, and I didn't find all the artwork. Oh yeah, th- those are the two I kind. I'm in the same boat. Those are the two I haven't finished yet. D- do you ever go to Canada in the game? No. Oh, that's the other thing I didn't. Do. Uh, I didn't make it past um, the farmer. Okay, I know how to do that. You got to freeze time. Right? You have to. Well, you f- no. You have to freeze time when he's like either to the far left or to the far. For any of you playing this game. Um, you have to move. We have to freeze time when he's at the far left or the far right, and then there's a mm-hmm. there's a basket of member berries that you block his path, so then you can go go around him. Oh, now I gotta go do that. But like, but like, there's nothing on the other side. It's just you go. Oh, really? Well, you you go. It's Canada, and so you go up to where the wall because the wall's still there, and there's a guy who's just mocking you there. He's like, oh, you can't come over to this side. Oh, how great it is. <laughs> so oh, much better than your dumb, side. I think there, yeah, there wasn't really anything there. Hmm. I'm going to look it up yeah. now. But, um, but I, uh, what was it? But, like, I've done, like, all the, I went back to Raisins and did all those people. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, so I could get all their Coonstagrams. How to get to Canada. Hmm. Maybe you can't want to. Not, who doesn't want to go to Canada? Land of Man, uh, 
Canadian president has built a wall separating the country from the U.S. So you can't actually go. Oh, so you can't go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I it's, thought maybe but, there was a way. Yeah. I thought maybe there was a secret way, but apparently there's not. Yeah, I couldn't I just find looked. anything. Yeah. Okay. Just was looking. I was curious. But yeah. Yep. It, that's all. Uh, did you ever get around to uh, getting a copy or finding a way to read Doomsday Clock? No. Yeah, me either. I guess it's sold out everywhere and already on second print. I'm gonna next yeah. time I'm in a comic shop, I'm probably gonna get one mm-hmm. if they have it. But I hear it's pretty good. That's what I heard. I heard that one's pretty good. And there's another one that's out right now that I heard was really good. Except it's only available in uh, like a premiere hardcover. It's uh, Batman Dark Prince Charming. Oh yeah, I heard that was really good. Yeah, that one's. Uh, that. Yeah, that that one's I hear is pretty good as well right now i've just been reading marvel because i don't have enough money to go get my dc comics and i have the marvel unlimited so i can just read whatever the heck i want yeah i still haven't done that yet yeah so i'd like it if dc i know they had a huge black friday sale but i didn't have enough money to like do any of their black friday sale stuff yeah so uh i had to skip over it but um yeah maybe i don't know maybe for pretty soon i'll be able to start getting caught back up on my dc comics yeah i haven't read i don't think i have any because i gave up on i gave up on metal not because i didn't like it but because there's it's one of those things where i want to read the whole thing and they have way too many tie-ins and i automatically i'm like no i'll just wait yeah makes sense yeah i hear you on that one i'm way even behind that so <laughs> i've got a long way to go before i catch yeah up i don't yeah i yeah i don't really think i have anything at the moment i know like everything i've been reading hasn't come out with another issue yet uh mm. even though i gotta sign up for moon knight because yeah. that was actually ridiculously good and i know i'll probably see stuff um i always i don't pick up stuff all the time like at mm. random, but if it looks interesting enough, then I'll probably pick it, pick one up. Actually, that's a good thing to ask you guys. Uh, new like comics that are going on right now mm. that are on the newer yeah. side, regardless mm. if it's Marvel, DC, Image, whatever. Um, yeah. Recommendations. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, I haven't read anything, like I said, and um. So I don't know what's out there that's worth checking out. Anything know, besides... with Santa. Yeah. Do an X-Men there comic. There is a Santa comic written by uh, Grant Morrison. Yeah, it's Claus. It's, uh, Claus. it's really never, yeah. good. I love it. I know Jenny still really likes Shirtless Bear Fighter. Oh, yeah. That that book's great. It's just yeah. so ridiculous. I'm just like, why? Why is this a thing? I need to check that book out for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, because everything I have is mostly Marvel. It's Venom, which I'm probably going to stop soon because mm-hmm. it's getting awkward. Um, yeah. Uh, Spirits of Vengeance, which is like only a five-issue series. Mm-hmm. And Moon Knight. I think that's really it. Cool. Um, but, oh, what was it? There was another, there was a... There was another con. Oh, it's a Spider-Man Venom crossover that I'm interested in. It's called Venom Inc., hmm. I guess. Hmm. And 
I, I don't know, it involves the other symbiotes, like all of them. Like Lasher, Screech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought they were all dead, but I guess not. Hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. And did you saw my post the other day about those contest of champions pop figures? Yes, with your Howard the Duck. He's in a robot suit. I saw that. He's still Howard the Duck, though. It doesn't matter. (laughs) He's in a robot suit. And, like, it's if anyone who doesn't know, it's for the Contest of Champions uh, game. That's a mobile game. It's a mobile game that was released around the same time when when the comic uh, came out. There's a new South Park mobile game. Yeah, too. destroy phone your phone, destroyer. phone destroyer, yeah. which is what set what what your phone what uh, is yelled during call girls uh, during phone call- destroyer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Marvel the the Mar- contest of champions is basically just a fighting game where you pay real money most of the time to unlock mm. to unlock characters that you have as a group. And wow. did you actually? Yeah, did you hear? Um... The big kerfuffle about Battlefront 2. That everything was pay... Yeah, it's all pay-to-play, basically. Well, it wasn't just pay-to-play. It was pay-for-loot boxes. Yeah. Which people were getting real upset about. They were like, okay, number one, you're getting kids to pay for essentially gambling, which is a, a kind of a... I don't really call it gambling, but whatever... Um, but it is kind of gambling because a loot box could have something good or it could have like total shit, yeah. you know? So whatever. Um, but for the most part, the game, like, so this game, so but anyway, yeah. they had to, they basically had to back off and like put a patch into the game where you weren't paying for loot boxes anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but Marvel, so Marvel's version, uh, had like characters that you don't see very often like venom uh uh venom pool uh mm-hmm. and like a, a gladi uh, executioner or i don't know some other characters um but one of the cooler ones i thought is howard the duck in like a mech suit which i guess mm-hmm. is one of the more powerful ones in the game cool so yeah i want that I saw that. Yeah, or the duck. Yeah. I'm just sitting here surfing while we're talking, and I found the weirdest thing that is actually kind of attractive. (laughs) It's it's Kate McKinnon as Kellyanne Conway as Pennywise the Clown. Oh, that, yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of aroused. (laughs) (laughs) Do I float? Do I float? Because I already find Kate McKinnon very attractive. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I'm all up on board that right there. Yeah. That'd be all kinds of weird, especially since she doesn't like men. <laughs> She's gay. So, yeah. That would be very weird. <laughs> But also awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's that. Yeah. This is a, I don't think I have. Yeah, I got nothing. I, I couldn't. Well, besides that, James Franco announced that the Multiple Man movie is going to be 
a hard R rating. Yeah. Which again, yeah. I don't understand why we're ma- they're making a multiple man movie. Well, and I don't know why every. Uh, I mean, I guess James Franco could be a raunch comedy, kind of like Deadpool. Uh, but overall, I'm not sold on making like every. Uh, I guess it just depends. Giving on almost how it turns every X Men like their own film. Well, no, more like um, just kind of talking about things like uh, you know, oh. Our hor- uh, not our horror movies. Our superhero movies are popular and whatever. Uh, I guess that just kind of depends on how they all work out. I mean, it could end up working. It could end up not working. I don't want to go ahead and say don't make our superhero movies just because other. You know, I guess it would just depend on how it worked out. Which I guess for James Franco, it could be like another Deadpool type raunchy comedy because that's yeah what but Franco i mean does. but multiple man is such an odd character to mm-hmm. give his own movie regardless how they go about it it's just such a bizarre one mm-hmm. yeah like i yeah. i could make i like i can think of other characters in the x-men world that would probably be more suited for their own film that kind of deserve it more mm-hmm. than multiple man. It's just, I don't know. He's such okay. a random rogue, such a random rogue guy that I feel like yeah. that, that I feel like Fox is like, all right. So they like rated R movies involving the X-Men. Who can we do? That's not already that we haven't done before or have done poorly. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, well. We'll see. I mean, I would have to say for that one, that's going to be a wait and see what the trailer looks like one. Yep. I agree. Yeah, because eventually I'm going to reach the point where I'm either eventually just probably because of time constraints or whatever, eventually I might have to reach the point where I have to stop seeing all of them. Yeah. Because of, you know, whatever, uh, time or interest or... I want to see as many of them as I can, obviously, but I guess if we get to a point where a trailer is like, oh, that trailer doesn't look that great, I'm going to have to be like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and skip this one because the trailer doesn't look that great. Versus going to see it just because I don't know. We'll see when we. I guess that's a bridge we'll get to eventually. <laughs> I'm yeah. not there quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll we'll part. see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Like I said, when we get there, we'll figure that part out. <laughs> but right for right now, I'm still gonna see all of them. And oh next yeah. Next year, there's quite a few. Next year is gonna be pretty good. Aquaman, Infinity War, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is next year, right? I think uh, so. Yeah. Cuz I think it's Ant- I yeah. think it's Black Panther and then Ant and then Avengers and then Ant-Man oh, yeah, and Wasp. Black Panther. Mm, Black Panther, can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. It's going to be sexy. Uh, that one Oh, I just meant to Google 2018 films and all I googled was 2018. I 
don't want it. There we go. Are you ready for 2018? It's coming right. Okay, Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther, The New Mutants, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Aquaman, uh, The Incredibles 2, which I guess counts as a superhero movie. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, which I'm still not completely sold on. Yep, same uh, here. The Predator, the new Predator movie just called The Predator. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, that comes out. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, uh, I'm down with that. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which... Yeah, I don't know if I'm sold on that either. I the first one was okay. Uh, Deadpool two, Venom, Tomb Raider. Which uh, did you see the tomb? Have you seen the Tomb Raider trailer? I have. I kind of don't care. Yeah, it it it, it, it looks. Uh, I'll wait for another trailer and see. Uh, it's yeah. It's one um, of those films where I'm like, it looks like just another generic kind of action film in the forest. Yeah, th- yeah, the nun comes out. Uh, the one that's based on uh, the Conjuring franchise. Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to see if anything else interesting comes out. That uh. Mm, oh, and X Men Dark Phoenix, I guess, is supposed to come out next year. I hadn't heard that. It's on the list, though. Cool. It'll be it'll be an interesting year. A lot of year. movies next year. A lot of movies next year. Yeah. Looking for and the new version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which I still haven't figured out why there's another version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas coming out. Cause money. Yeah, I mean it's got Benedict. They just know it's a money. It'll. Yeah. I mean Benedict's awesome. He, wait, is he playing Grinch? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I'm He's, in. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'll I'll see it. I'm not saying I won't. I just the fact that they're doing it again is just surprising. Yeah, it makes to me. no I sense. Was like, okay, yeah, but I I'm gonna see it. It's Benedict Cumberbatch playing the Grinch. I'm like, yes, yeah. I will see this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch today because I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch Doctor Strange again. I haven't watched it in a oh, bit. Oh yes. I really did enjoy it. The last time I watched it, I only made it halfway through the film and had to stop for some yeah. reason. I can't even remember. And so now I'm like, oh, now I got to watch it again because I didn't get to the end part, which is like the best part with that whole backwards fight and everything. So I didn't even make it to. Yeah, the last time I watched it, he uh, I made it uh, to the part where he first meets. Uh, the cape and everything. That's as far as I made it. And then I had to stop for some uh, reason. Cassilius? So, yeah, when he first meets Cassilius and he gets the cape and uh, everything. So, yeah. Yeah. That's as far as I made it. So I got to try again. Yeah, I, I still I haven't, like wa- I haven't watched it since it's since uh, it came out on DVD. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It is. Maybe I'll watch that be- tonight. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll watch Doctor Strange later. Yeah. So anywho, there we go. We made it through a through an episode without yeah being too negative, which was the whole goal. Yeah. We yeah we I like it. I yeah. like it. It was yeah. And look at that. There it's it's been an hour, and 
we been pretty close. We were pretty good at uh, at being majority positive. Yeah, look at that. We, we know did how it. To do these things. Yeah, we can do it. Minor. There were minor uh, negative things, yeah, which I'm yeah. sure they're gonna blow. People will blow out and be like, "No, they're negative." I know. Everything. No one will remember all the rest of the things. <laughs> It'll just be all the terrible things. Yeah. They said so horrible thing about it? Runaways, but remember what we said about Punisher? What? <laughs> what? Hey, you said something. You said something good about. No, you didn't. You liars. That's, That's not why happen. I listen to you guys. <laughs> no, they listen to us for uh, what did I write on Twitter? Listen to us for fart jokes and I can't remember what I wrote. <laughs> I said if you didn't give us, oh, I said oh, if you don't give us any topics, Fart. all we're going to talk about is boobs and farts. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny was like, okay, you just do that, and I was like, eh, maybe. Yeah. Do we? Oh, maybe I'll save that. I was going to say, did we ever talk about? On this show, I had a topic that I was wondering if we ever talked about, but maybe I'll save it for another time. Was it more yeah, Christmas-related, or? No, it was more, I, I was going to have you tell a story. I was going to say, did we ever tell a story on this show about the time a lesbian had sex with you? Yeah, that was, like, way early. Oh, I don't know. We've done over a yeah. hundred of these yeah. things. I can't remember what we have and haven't talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like was episode thinking... episode seven. I'm gonna say it was episode seven. I, I don't sure, know. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I was thinking about it because I was I was thinking about Kate McKinnon and I was thinking about <laughs> you know. And I, I was like, I wonder, did we ever talk about? Did we ever tell that story on this show? And I'm if sh- we hadn't, I was like, maybe we can tease that for the next episode. But go back into the. It's not really remember. much of a story anyway. I think it was like she was like, I want to have sex with a guy. And yeah. it's it's your birthday, and I was just like, okay, that's what yeah. you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the story. But I was thinking we could like, Ta-da, I did it. it. Yeah, I was thinking we could just get some like music. I I don't. I was. I, I don't no, know we have Christmas stuff about. we can talk about for next week. We do. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Totally. Well, there was like there was a couple of questions. There was a question on Twitter a couple days ago or something. It was like favorite Christmas tradition or something like that. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, we we could do that that kind of closer to. I actually really liked that question that you answered that Edgar Wright. Oh yeah. About retail employees, what songs drive you crazy listening to over and over again? Which ones do you actually like listening to over and over again? I liked that question. I never thought I would have the most ridiculous tweet like the mo the weirdest tweet like it's the only time i think i've ever seen like likes over a hundred uh, like over 50 yeah that was insane the way that blew it's, up i wasn't even part of it's that it's still going like and it's so funny because it's so uh for those of you who don't know echo right throughout like uh questions like what is the song as a retail worker uh what's the christmas song you hate the most and which ones you like and so i wrote the one i liked was like you put on anything by burl ives and i'm Mm -hmm. like i will love it forever no matter how many times you play it and the one i despise and hate the most Mm -hmm. is mariah carey's all i want for christmas because it's overplayed it was like that movie that song came out what two thousand time ago not that long ago well, that's the, okay, that's the, okay. That's right. the that's the thing. Uh, Ninety. See, it came out in the nineties. I just nineteen ninety four. 
At this point, that counts as a long time ago yeah, to me. But it, yeah, I, but it's so funny because like, the tw- the, it got so many retweets, so many likes, and then such a battleground of people that are like, yeah, you're – like some people are like, yeah, you're what's wrong with the world today. Oh, some people do really defend that song. Yeah, and, and other really, – yeah, so I've had others yeah. just like – they're. Where they're like, I don't understand. Like, how can you be an American if you don't like that? I'm like, oh and, my god! But then there's the flip side where I've had a lot of retail workers be like, mm-hmm. "Yes, this song sucks." <laughs> yeah, and it's it's yeah. just hilarious because it's it's just it came out in 1994, which yeah, that's a long time ago, but that's like a drop in the hat compared to like the songs I was talking about. It's true. Like I'm, it's I'm true. like it's... you're comparing a '94 sort of hit to classic Christmas songs. Oh no, it's a. I mean, it's a mega hit at this. Yeah, I think it might be. I. I it's almost because I think White Christmas by Bing Crosby was the most purchased Christmas song or the most played Christmas one or the other I'm not going to look it up now since we're getting towards the end of the show but I think that all I want for Christmas is you has almost caught white Christmas at this point I have the list right here oh okay as I'll do the top five Mm -hmm. uh number one is all I want for Christmas and this is from last this is uh this is from last this week uh, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Rockin ar- uh, in, in order from top, from one to five. Uh, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree for Brenda Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. Three is Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Mm-hmm. Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives is number four. And okay. It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams is number five. Hmm. Oh, but that's just from like the past week or like the most played yeah this is like uh, yeah this is um yeah this is billboards okay. like top hot, hot holiday this, songs as of okay this okay. as of was, right now yeah so it is yeah it's i i was talking about kind of over all time i think it's catching up to even being over all time but let's I, see i'm not sure about that um i wonder if i can yeah. find that because i like now I'm, I'm always curious songs of no 2017 all time Esquire. Okay, thirty best Christmas songs of all time, according to Esquire. Uh, mm. Let's see. Go down. Go down. Uh, Neil Louis Armstrong's "Cool Yule" is on here. Oh, so there's no order oh, I to was, this. I was thinking about no. I was. I'm talking about just in terms of best sell. Oh, I'm gonna look at a best selling because I think. Uh, best-selling Christmas holiday singles in the United States. Here we go. All right, the best-selling Christmas single. Uh, this is digital downloads. I guess this is weird. Mm-hmm. Physical singles. Uh, nope. I don't understand this list. Okay, best-selling Christmas singles. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. 3,200,000 digital downloads since Nielsen's company started tracking digital downloads at the end of June of 2003. Honestly, still, probably the most overrated. 
I agree. I'm not saying sorry, guys. Wrong. I'm yeah. just saying it's it's like the also like the biggest mega. Hit well, in the, and the, the, this is yeah. this kind of is the, I could be wrong, but this also was like a uh, kind of like a generation thing because like you and I grew up mm. way like before this song existed and grew up like like Christmas morning we listened to the Allman Brothers Christmas album and like Nat King Cole. Yeah. I mean, I was. 87 i wasn't even 10 in 1994 so i was around when that i mean we were around when that song came out yeah but it wasn't like in our original christmas morning or christmas season um repertoire yeah when we were first growing up it it kind of entered in my family it never entered the rotation really because my parents and you know they're uh well, now they're in their 60s at the time. They, you know, now they're in their early 60s at the time they were in their, you know, uh, mid 30s. But they still were, you know, people that grew up in the the 70s. So they listened to, you know, that kind of Christmas music. Yeah. Like you were talking about with, you know, Burl Ives and uh, Elton John. Elvis <laughs> and, Presley. Elvis Presley and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, while we're talking about what's yours, what's like your best, your favorite Christmas song, and Ooh. least favorite? I have a lot of least favorites now from the past few years because there's been a lot that have come out in the last few years that I'm just kind of like um, "Mistletoe" by Justin Bieber and. Well, yeah. There's. Uh, but I guess overall, like, man, any version of Baby It's Cold Outside. I just really hate that song. <laughs> Not only that, I'm surprised that song still gets airplay. It's creepy. You, you know, it's a weird. Well, you know, almost, song. you know, like almost every year, like, at, at least within the last five or six years, like, everyone gets up in arms, and rightfully so, uh, mm-hmm. because of that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean that's that, that that's like a Bill Cosby Christmas. Song. I really yeah. can't stay. Oh, my baby is cold outside. So why don't you just stay here and I'll make you drink and I'll put a roofie in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what's like your favorite then? So, oh, geez, my favorite. That's hard to say. Um. I mean, yeah, Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives. Fucking Burl Ives, bruh! Happy Christmas War is Over by John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band. And uh, Christmas Eve Sarajevo by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, yeah. And um, this is really weird, but yesterday I was decorating the house for Christmas because I had the day off. And I turned on YouTube, and I just put on harp Christmas music. Like, just Christmas songs played on harps. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is great. I'll, this is nice. Like, it's... I had kind of... I don't know what made me think of it. Like, I think... Because um, I know growing up, like, back in the days of cassette tapes, I know my I know my dad had a cassette tape that was, like, harp Christmas music. But, I, you know, I haven't listened to that since like I said, back in the days of cassette tapes. And then all of a sudden it popped into my head that I was like, oh, my dad used to have this really nice tape that was just 
like and all of a sudden it turns out oh harp is a really nice instrument i like this <laughs> uh y- so. you know what is a great christmas song uh What's that? dominic the christmas donkey yep that one's pretty funny that's a like good that one, one. I like uh, Snoopy's Christmas by the Royal Guardsmen. Yeah. You want to know a funny thing? Uh, I know we're just kind of rambling at this point, but yeah, we are. So what? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, there is. A, I saw it at work when I because I was in charge of the Christmas section uh, mm. the other day. There's an insane clown posse Christmas album. <sighs> With such hits, just the idea of that makes me. So- so grossed out with hit with like i'm sure it's a classical hit um Mm. santa's a fat bitch (laughs) the only thing i ever think about when i think about insane clown posse is they have that ridiculous song miracles where an actual line of the song is magnets how do those work yeah and that became like that became like a huge (laughs) internet thing no, but it's the most ridiculous. And so every time somebody says insane clown posse, all I can think is magnets. How do those work? <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> it's like, no, no. People know how magnets work. All right, ICP. We're ready for that endorsement money. Uh, now that we've yeah. racked up your, uh, <laughs> we pimped out your Christmas album. Our next guests on this show, Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you guys know, but they uh they found this uh they founded this uh this uh podcast. It's, it's like true. the one the one thing you'll never you would never hear except from us. We are the internet's number one ICP podcast. We all are like the the percentage of juggalos that listen to us is astounding. Yeah. Yeah. That would actually be amazing. Wouldn't that be I, hilarious? I would be okay with that if all of a sudden we got a giant influx of people being like, Hey, I'm a juggalo. Don't make fun of ICP. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I I will admit I've listened to ICP for a hot minute like mm-hmm. in college. I went through a phase. Oh, dude, everybody's yeah. listened to music that they look back on and they're like, wait yeah. a minute, why did But the thing is, those guys do a lot for their community that's actually mm. really good. Like, they give money and, and stuff, like, all the oh, time. Yeah, I they're, wouldn't. They're great I, I guys. Actually, I actually wouldn't. Like, I know enough about the, the, the ICP community that I'm like, I wouldn't make. They're, they're hardcore fans, but they're also actually. At least from my understanding, they are actually all pretty super good to each other. Yeah. And if you like meet another juggalo, quote, you know, out, out in the, in the wild. wild. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, even if you're not like, like if you just are not obviously in your clown makeup and your ICP, but if you're just out in public and, you know, you meet somebody and you find out that they like ICP, I guess, you, you know, they have a whole thing going on where you, which is really cool. Like I wish more comic book nerds would treat each other that way. Instead yeah. Of fighting with each other all the time, but you know, it is what it is. So, is. all right. So here's this two broke geeks. Someone take our logo and make us the juggalos. Send it yep. to ICP. We'll have ICP on the show. Talk about the number stuff. one juggalo podcast. Yeah, and I'll that, that ask will be them our why thing. Why they ever thought that 
magnets. How do those work? Was a good line. Then we'll bring on <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he'll talk about magnets with them. Oh, that would make me so incredibly happy. If we had <laughs> the Juggalos no and Neil deGrasse Tyson just battling it out about magnets. At the same time. That would that be would amazing. Incredibly happy. I would, I, that would uh, be the best would, thing of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Yeah. We went from Punisher to Magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. And now we're going to go ahead and end this show because I got to get up from this seat and go take a leap. And I want to go make <laughs> popcorn and watch a movie before I go to the Writers Guild. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, bye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram, where we are also 2BGpod. If you would like to make a donation to the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash 2bg pod that also really helps us out find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks it's ebenezer scrooge oh. looking older and more wicked than ever i knew he wouldn't disappoint us <laughs> <laughs> Humbug. Merry Christmas! <laughs>